The Posing Podcast, the industry-leading source for posing, news, interviews, and so much more. Welcome everyone to The Posing Podcast. My name is Beck, the host of this very special podcast, and I have a lovely lady sitting here. Uh, her name, as we all know it, is Alexandra Banda. Please welcome. Hi, Alex. Hey, Beck. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast and to be the first one on. It's incredible. You are so welcome. Yes, for all of those listeners, Alex is my first guest. Um, so no pressure to me uh, and no pressure to you either, Alex. They were here. We're here in the studio down in Sydney, uh, which is where our headquarters is. And we've got this really epic uh, setup with the mics and stuff like that. Um, and it's just going to be a really nice chat. And I want to start at the very beginning because for me, when I was like doing my little research and trying to, you know, I know who you are now, but I mm. want to know obviously where you've come from and how you've got to this position. Um, and I want to start, you're from Serbia. Yes. When did you, like, were you born in Serbia and then when did you move over? Yeah, so um, I was born born in a small town um, called Subotica in Serbia. So we came over when I was just turning 11. We flew into Sydney. So yeah, I grew up there, did most of my schooling and then I finished high school in um Queensland actually, but I did a couple of schools in Sydney, then we moved to Melbourne and then we finally um, moved to Queensland and stayed there for good. Yeah. Amazing. And that's where you're based now? Yes. Yes. Amazing. What was that adjustment like when you moved? Um, very um, different and tough because at the start when actually, when we moved over, I didn't speak any English at the time. So that was really difficult. Um, one way that I got to learn was of course like listening, reading books, but um. Another way to interact with people was playing sports because I was always into that. So even though you remove the language, you can always play sport because that's we can all understand that. So that got me into it. And um, yeah, I knew moving here, like I can follow like anything I really wanted to aspire to be. So what sports did you start? I played volleyball. Yeah. So I was captain in high school. Amazing volleyball any other sports or just volleyball um yeah just and oh, did a bit of running and um yeah always was competitive in that cleaned up so short runs so anything like sprinting um long jumps and so athletics so very much athletics yeah I love it now how the hell did you go from athletics <laughs> yeah. to bodybuilding because that's obviously why you're here today yes how did you make that that switch what happened yeah, so I got my first gym membership at the age of 14. I think that's most of the stories <laughs> start like that. And I used to love uh, weight training. So back in the day, it wasn't that big for girls to be weight training. But I really enjoy like um, putting barbells on the back or just even like using weights to progress in the gym, not just run or do so, like cardio. And then I noticed my body change and looked up to a lot of girls competing. And I, you know, I was like, might as well try it myself. And once I've done one, that was like, there was no turning, like that was my turning point to never stop again. So I'm, um, yeah, definitely oh love and doing it. When was your first show? Um, In 2018, I just turned, oh, sorry, 2014, I just turned 18 for my first show. So were you like begging to compete and waiting for you to turn 18 to do a show? Yeah, so I just um like done a prep and around the age of 18, I entered my first show, which at the time it was IMBA, so now it's ICN. But yeah, I've done IMBA and I uh, wasn't too sure which category I fit in. So I've done 
a bikini and also a fitness model, like the in the shorts. Wow. Yes. That's pretty. That's exactly how I started. Yeah. The exact same, which is amazing. But why did? You, how did you pick bikini bodybuilding? Because obviously you went from a team sport and then going into the gym weight training. Did you have a mentor? Did you have someone that you? Did you just see? You know, back then, obviously, yes. social media wasn't like it is now magazines or something or how did you get yeah. into actually stepping on stage um well online i used to like and still do follow ashley ashley k like miss bikini of course the sports like involved quite a bit but even back in there i was just looking at that and that big stage and i didn't know the path at the time um how hard it like what it would take to get there or but i just knew like one day i really want to stand on that big stage and of course i started in ICM, but i didn't know like the way to get there but i just thought maybe doing a competition and then, yeah, it evolved into the IFBB. I freaking love it. And then, did you? How did you go on your first show? I always like um, this first this first question because I had a terrible first show, and most people do. Um, what yeah. was your first show like? Um, actually, it's for some random reason, the judges still picked me to be in top callouts. I didn't place at all. I just got participation medal. That's the time I told myself I'll never get one again. <laughs> Except, um, yeah, so that was the last time. And then since then, I really pushed myself. I got stage photos back. I seen that I needed improving not just in the physique, but posing was terrible. I received the video and back in the day, they used to do CDs. And just seeing how bad I moved <laughs> and like I wasn't showing my good angles. And I just um, invested in actually being able to like learn posing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Because I, I definitely didn't have a posing coach when I first competed, yeah. did you? I self-thought, yeah, at the time. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. I had a guy, I remember I had a, my, my coach at the time um, was a gentleman, you know, like a, yeah. a man, I think in his 40s and I was this 20-year-old and I basically was like, put your hand on your hip and then just pop that other arm out and sit into that, that hip bone. Yeah, that's great. That's a great yeah. front pose. And I look at it, but posing has come so far. Yeah. It wasn't... Um as much elements in it back in the day and they're judging a lot more in it now than what they did so yeah I had like um also a guy coach look over my poses I self-thought and I just showed him and because he didn't really coach bikini he just said yeah perfect <laughs> you look so amazing I thought, yeah I was spreading everything at the back like literally lats out like I didn't know how I was sitting my back pose but he said he was fine and then it was there. Yeah. Wow. And then you obviously stumbled, well, not stumbled into yes. IFBB, but yes. then made your transition to IFBB. And then when did you win, obviously, your, your pro card? Or how many amateur shows did you have to do yes. to win that pro card? So transitioned into the IFBB in 2016. So I done a Muscle Mania show right after ICN or IMBA. I got third in that. And that's when I thought, you know what? Like if I'm doing Muscle Mania, why can't I do IFBB? I was still a junior. So I went over and I'd done the IFBB in 2016 and from being a junior and never competing in IFBB, I won. And that's, I just stayed there. I just wanted to be loyal to that federation knowing that I can like take this further. I Like that showed me that I can actually go further. That's amazing. So then in 2017, I got all the way up to um, being into a pro, like um pro qualifier mm -hmm. and didn't get the pro card, which... Now, looking back, I honestly wasn't ready. Yeah, because the two girls just um, in conditioning, everything, posing, especially, they were confident. They were much better. And, yeah, then um, in 2018, had a year off, revised my goals, and I just said, whenever I do come back, I'm going to 
like take everything like win I'm gonna win it win all. the states <laughs> win the nationals take the broker everything wow so yeah and that was in 2020 like the year of the covid like yeah that story is incredible because i just know like every week it was in the shakes of getting cancelled and i just um the goal was shown to me so greatly that i knew that it wasn't going to be cancelled because i knew i was getting it that year so I just kept pushing and everyone was like telling me in the gym or messaging me it's getting cancelled like you don't need to worry about it you know like I'm like no this goal is like really big to me I'm gonna like stick it out till the end and then the show's got announced that they're still going ahead I flew down to Melbourne and yeah and then you won Mm. and you won your pro card massive massive especially in COVID obviously when I know for myself a lot of the athletes it's so hard to keep going um you obviously touch on a lot you know some there was something internally that you just knew um have you always had that kind of strong inner talk you know with that mindset um as well that you you know have that have you always had that since you were a little girl I think I have but I never listened to it just finally after seeing like my achievements in front of me and actually pushing towards them I started to believe more in myself and listen to myself because I had that voice but I'd push it away and be like no maybe someone else is better like I always used to do that because I always I don't like putting people down I like everyone feeling the best but I don't put myself up in a spotlight either so I would just push it away that voice never wanted to shine too much because it was just I never want anyone to feel less than which I now know like if we work on our mindset we can all feel great so yeah yeah. says the woman that steps on stage it's like one winner yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah I love it. it's hard though it is really hard and doing it through covid would have been really difficult especially at that level so kudos yeah. to you seriously um obviously we are now three years in the future um and you have just returned i can say we well, just returned yeah um because you are the first ever female bikini australian to ever step on the olympian stage it is incredible like still hearing that like w- wanting it and still hearing it, it's, it gives me chills because it, it has been a dream come true and wanting to be the first to open the doors for everyone aspiring from Australia to be able to achieve that as well. And I know we will. Um, we'll all get there, like all the girls aspiring to be there and actually be one of the best That's in the nice. States. So I definitely want Australia to be a strong team and represent. And how did you go? At the bigger um, so I got third call outs. Amazing. Incredible. Definitely had higher standards of myself. No pressure like from the outside as much as I put pressure on myself. Um, although I took feedback um, well, I reassessed my photos and we yeah work on that for the next one. Uh-huh. So third call outs sitting between 16 and 24. That is amazing. Rewind a little bit. Yes. Take me back to you getting on that plane from the Gold Coast, I'm assuming. Um, and then heading over to Vegas what were the emotions that you're feeling thinking that you're about to go and achieve the biggest or perform on the biggest stage of your life potentially your career talk me through that whole process and obviously the lead up to to the O yeah so a lot of nerves um we flew out at night about 8 p.m was the flight and 16 hours landed there at night as well um so time zones and things like that I was um, so I downloaded a podcast by, if anyone knows David Goggins, so, um, Joe Rogan interviewed him and it's one of the best, like really good podcasts. He just talks about his life, but 
because it was downloaded, I could listen to it. I listened to it on the flight, like probably on repeat, like three or four times. Get so out. I just had headphones in and and when I wasn't having headphones in, I was reading. So I just wanted to like really be in that zone when I get there. And honestly, it is about just because nerves were coming over and then I was thinking, what if or what if someone thinks this? Because I know I'm bringing my best, but what if someone that's not on my level even like wants to comment and make a not so nice comment about me and I don't want that to get to me. So, yeah, I just really wanted to push that away and work on that. If it does arise, like, how will I handle that? So along the way, like, those things were coming up. But when we landed, um, it was the first time in the U.S. So there was a lot to take in, you know, um, finding the shops, finding where the food is and getting organized. But didn't miss a beat. It was I incredible. That. I love that. And then in the lead up, rego, tanning, all that stuff. Did you yes. ever like have a moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I've actually, I've, I've done it. Like I know I haven't stepped on stage yet, yeah. but I'm here, I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, like the days leading up to it, doing the last cardio sessions, rubbing shoulders with the other Olympian girls. Like it was just incredible. Like going to the athlete meeting, getting your number, that was the moment I was like, I knew we were all sitting there, 54 of us. Um, getting spoken to by Dan, the head judge Sandy, and you're just like, like I had my phone, I was holding it in my hand, I like recorded bits of it, but I was just like, I cannot believe I'm here today, and I was looking up to these girls nine or eight years ago before, like when I started, and I can't believe I'm in the room with them, and tomorrow I compete against them, like it's incredible. That's great. Or step on stage with them, it's just. Especially if Ashley Kay was one of your yeah. idols. I know. She was sitting there. It's just like, but we're all humans at the end of the day. It's just incredible to still be competing in the same era as her. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's freaking amazing. Who do you look up to? Um, mm-hmm. So possibly Ashley Kay, but definitely the gendory, how she embodies the character of like um, champion. So I love, love that. Like she's nice, a person on and off stage. I did try and speak to Ashley but I think it's different online to what it is in person I think but I don't know yeah yeah I love that okay so you're backstage you are all tanned up you're all ready physique is ready and then you do it talk me through what happened on stage so a couple of breaths before they call my name because I know their camera's about to pan and it's live streamed all over the world (laughs) everyone's watching pressure pressure was on (laughs) Yeah, I felt yeah. it and I'm like, just, you, you've done this so many times. All it is, is it's a lot of people watching and you just got to repeat everything you've done and hopefully everything goes well. The hair flick, you know, the steps and everything went well. And uh, when I walked off um, the three steps that when you walk off, I felt my legs like give out a little bit. I was like, oh, I've done so well. I knew, but I just really want to rewatch the video when I had a chance and yeah. Um, that's when I knew no matter the placing that day that I've done everything I could have. And that's what mattered to me the most. I, not a beat was like missed. In and this that's prep. when like, you know that no matter what placing you get right, that you feel I did the best that I could. Yeah. Physique, um, hair, makeup, stage presence, everything. I felt like everything. I couldn't have done anything different. I loved it. See, that's amazing. Like I loved the look, everything. I was so happy. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face, literally. I was like, I can't believe I'm there. I freaking love it. Um, what would be, I was going to say, what would be like your favourite thing from competing at Olympia? Favourite thing? Yeah, favorite um, thing. Meet the Olympians. The night before at 7pm when everyone rolls around and they, 
you know, they come around and they tell you stories or they just want to meet. And just in general, that that is an incredible feeling. Like we're not on stage even yet. And that was just so, so much fun. Yeah. Because for those who don't know that have never been to the Olympia, which is a lot of people, yeah. um, the Olympia in, it was on a Friday. Oh, starts Friday for some starts athletes. Friday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Thursday night was they basically have this an event over there in Vegas and it's called Meet the Olympians. And so it's held in a convention center and basically all of the you all have like your own little stall essentially, isn't it? Yes, kind of yes. like a little bit of a table with your name tag and the general public or the people that have purchased tickets. Yes. Obviously not the general public, but um, can go around and ask you questions and did yeah. you have a lot of uh you know people come up to you yeah and- actually it's surprising because it was my first year I was quite nervous that was another thing I put on myself I was nervous that no one's gonna come and uh, you know like we not none of us want to feel like that so I was just a bit nervous but when the doors opened and a lot of people started rolling I've been like honestly I didn't know some of them and they were like oh can I get a photo and they were telling me the, their journeys and that it inspires them it was just beautiful to hear yeah. And that is mostly the reason why I do what I do because I push myself. But to hear that someone else um, gets their goals done because like they aspire for that is incredible. Like you would never think because we we do this because we love the sport. And then you hear someone saying that they're inspired from that is incredible. That's amazing. Yeah, that you can do it. So I love yeah, me the Olympians and and also the finals of the um, Olympia was incredible, which I didn't get to go to that um so only the top 10 go and it was incredible watching from the crowd yeah yeah it was awesome i was fortunate enough yeah. to be there as well and it was it was Singing great on stage and it was amazing it was, oh, thank you and yeah. um by the way i did not i was not a competitor on stage for anyone <laughs> i was just handing out an award don't worry you um, stood out it's, yeah. <laughs> with that dress yes yeah um but i was going to say obviously you've competed a lot yeah. in australia how is the stage, and obviously, you know, mainly to deal with posing, but how is the stage different from here in Australia to obviously at the Olympia? So there's a lot more, when I say bodies, there's a lot more in the organisation, like a lot more marshals at the back, what's going on, everything's like really prepared. So you have to be on the go because if you miss your time or your number or anything, it's that's your time done. You know, so like the organization, the production, everything was multiplied than what it is here. So it was incredible to see that. Yeah. And it's not it, exactly, it's not a show at an RSL, right? Mm-hmm. It's on a, it's at a big platform. But in yeah. terms of like the stage wise, yeah. did you notice anything different in terms of like the flooring oh, yeah. or your posing routines that you had to do to change? Was there any difference? Yeah. So the carpet was a little bit thicker at the pre-judging. I did notice that. Which um, days leading up to it, to be honest, I was posing in the Venetian um, hotel to look over my posing, and yeah, there was carpet there. So those le- days leading up to it, I was uh, I was like, oh god, I'm like not turning. I'm like um, as well, and then ended up being on the day the same thing. So I was like conditioning myself on the carpet, which was perfect. Yeah, so that you did the right yeah. thing. Yeah, so a lot of the listeners, they've. They love posing on hard floors Mm. because we're lucky enough that most of our stages here in Australia are hard floors. But the one thing that surprised me and I think surprised a lot of competitors is that in the US, it's carpet. Most Mm. of the stages are carpeted and they're at different levels. Um, And it's obviously because of the fitness division with the gymnastics routine and all the flips and stuff. Because it's slippery. They've got the carpet there. But then trying to do, you know, your pivots and your twists and popping that foot on the toe and the body weight. How did you go with that? Was it a huge adjustment? 
It wasn't too bad. I actually didn't mind it. Like, I felt it a little bit, but because I'm so used to pushing that, like, tippy-toe down. Like, I didn't really feel it. But you definitely feel when you're a little bit depleted, you know. The difference is different. Yeah. I love it. Because, um, I love it. So, you have to be prepared on both hard surfaces and soft surfaces. So, there's a little tip for everyone that's listening. Hard and soft. Be prepared for anything um, because they can change at any time. Well, a massive congratulations for that show. Seriously, huge. And I know, obviously, the pressure as well that you put on yourself when you are in that position. um, But you seriously did us Aussies proud. So, from the bottom of my heart, well done. Thank you. Um, Because no one else has done it. And I think there are so many people that can talk about it and talk about um, your physique and obviously if they agree with it or not agree with it. Mm. But at the end of the day, you did it. Thank you. And congratulations. Because yeah. as I say, you stepped into the arena. So you made it. You qualified. Yeah. Um, what – now we're obviously going to transition a little bit into posing because obviously yes. that's the, the real reason why we're here. Yes. Um, you teach posing yourself as yes. well, which is awesome. Yes. Um, I love it that more coaches are coming into the industry. What do you think or how do you think the posing industry has changed? We touched on a little bit before. Um, what do you think like in terms of how important is posing now and how important was posing at Olympia? Yeah, so very important. Yeah, it comes down to posing um, on the bigger stages, definitely in Australia now too. But yeah, on the Olympia stage, like if you don't have confidence, flow, um, sass, it's, yeah, you're not going to be looked at. Like you're going to be overlooked actually because – yeah, confidence, stage sass, and the way you hit your poses is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Because back, obviously, when you competed in IMBA, yeah. probably posing wasn't even – well, it wasn't really a thing, you know, like no. in terms of if you were kind of a bad poser, they didn't really look at that. It was more your whole overstage performance, yeah. right? Yes. Now you can't get away with it, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, who's your posing inspo? Do you have anyone that's like your posing inspiration, like for how they perform on stage? Yeah, so – used to be well even is now like Jen Dory's like it's simple but then again I love Maureen's this year I thought that was stunning Stunning. I think she could have smiled a little bit more I was missing her teeth like smiling (laughs) because I wasn't sure if she had her mouth like was it a closed door I think it was closed yeah I think it was trying to figure it out at one point but yeah it was actually at the back I think it's more so like she's trying to be sassy but maybe some of her she's trying to hold back shyness I do feel like deep down there if you're really happy with your smile you were just because I was really happy I was like couldn't stop smiling but yeah sometimes some people were trying to hold back but it was yeah stunning um overall package and like posing was like incredible because she did it her own that's yeah. what was interesting about it, and it was it was it was different. Yeah, it was a lot different. It wasn't the predictable. Yeah, um, and I find that with like posing, especially at the O, with yeah, it's so funny because I watch. So Olympia's usually usually it's in November. Obviously, yes. last year two thousand twenty two was in December, uh, but posing trends happen. So yeah. it's basically you know you'll see all these people that will start mimicking what the top one did and so I'm interested to see what it's the shows are yes. going to be like this year because I think everyone's going to be like Maureen was my inspo yes which I freaking love it are you a hair flicker or are you not a hair flicker that's what I want to know from the back like do you, you mean yeah you flick? when um, you flick or when you're doing so you've done your front pose and then you yes. do your transition into your back pose do you get your hair off your head with that head flick um, I never used to be confident, to be honest, because I lost balance. And then I've learned how to do it. Oy. And I am. And now she's a hair flicker. I now, love it. Now, yes. But you're, but you're not a hair flicker when you get to the back pose. No. I think if I did, I would sometimes maybe um, throw it onto my shoulders, which, yeah, I, I am not. Like, But some girls pull it off and it's nice. I just don't do it. 
Yeah. I love it. And that's the great thing with posing. Yeah. If it's you, you do it. If you don't, yeah. don't. My rule is always if you're going to do something, do it 100%. Yes. So with that, with the complicated hair flick, do it. Do it 100%. And if it's about 70%, just take it out of your routine, yeah. which I totally find. Yeah, love that. What would um? What's your favorite pose? So, if you could pick from like a front pose, a back pose, a transition, a booty pop, out of all of the poses that you can do in IFBB, what is your favorite? Yeah, so it's definitely the transition pose and the booty pop as well. But transitions, you love transitions. Love it. Why? Like that's like the pose my waist looks the smallest in, and just like love like the taper. (laughs) <laughs> that look is like wow do you know they make that the front pose yes i actually i always think to myself yeah. and i wonder if you think the same yeah who created the poses like i actually want to go back all the years and say okay mm. what person created the front pose and the back pose because i would like to meet them sometimes and go what were you thinking like what were you on like i like the front pose sometimes the back pose i think maybe it could be a little bit more flattering um what, but I love what that. would you change? It to? I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know. But I think sometimes there might be a little bit of a flattering pose and having your legs and just, you know, your legs spread yeah. apart, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I like legs together? No. So do I know what I want? I'm still not sure. But if I, I was given that option, I do think in know. wellness how they stand like that, but then flick their hair back looks different. But Yeah, they really yeah. bend over too in yeah. their back pose. It's different. Sometimes. Yeah, it's but different. bikinis, it's stunning. Like definitely if I'm – you would probably like um, come up with some good poses if you could I know. Them. I love the yeah. um, like the T transition pose. So that's oh, my favorite yes. pose. For those listeners, um, a T pose is basically where your feet are the shape of the letter T. So your back foot is um, like horizontal and your front foot is facing the front and your body weight is in the back foot. Um, and it shifts that hip back. And it's honestly the best pose that anyone mm. can do, no matter if you're a beginner or experienced, um, for everything, for photo shoots, for photos, you know, when you're taking with your family mm, and then yes. also in that in that transition because have, it makes that waist look like <laughs> nice and snatched. I have a question, by the way. Yeah. Since starting to compete and pose, do you notice you're always posing in photos? Absolutely. With family, with anyone, like Absolute. strangers, I'm always hitting a pose. Absolutely. I can't not They're like, now. what are you doing? And I'm like, um, like, this is it. my opportunity to look like good. you can tell you're a bikini competitor because you're always just like sitting into your well, hips and I've always done it. Like I used I've, to stand straight. Did you? See, now, now you like, never stay, stay straight, right? Because you look like a rectangle. It's like once you know, you can never go back. But it's hilarious because I watch my clients mm. um, <laughs> and <laughs> they do one show and then all of the photos, like I watch them obviously transition into their everyday life and I still yeah. follow them all on social media. And I see photos and they've got the to- the toe up. Like the toe point I, in a I pose, point the toe, yeah. Even if they're wearing sneakers, and yeah. I'm like that—that's when you can tell a bikini competitor, I yeah. find, which is hilarious. Because um, you can't take it out of you, like you're always. Yeah. Yeah. But to answer your question, of course, I pose mm-hmm. in all photos at every single opportunity. If anyone knows yeah. me, of course, always hit back, small waist. Um, I love that. I love this. No, Thanks. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, if you could ask your younger self or if you could give your, your younger self, because there's a lot of um, first-time competitors or people that think to themselves, I could never step on that Olympia stage. Um, mm. I don't have what it takes. I'm not big enough. I'm, I'm not good enough. Um, or in their heads, it's too hard. Like what would be your advice? Because I'm sure like a little bit of when you were younger, mm-hmm. you might not have thought that you could get there. Mm. Um, what would be like your advice for maybe your younger self and then also for those others that are at the, the beginning of their journey. Yeah. So don't doubt yourself and compare, to be honest. I do think you can achieve anything, but like 
it'll take work, of course. But I had like a lot of, yeah, doubts and seeing that I can overcome them and work internally. That's when you see the beauty in yourself, to be honest, because we all look different, but like definitely like working on that, you can see you can glow and you can do anything. Yeah, definitely. I love that. You, this is obviously a, a mm-hmm. huge part of who you are. Um, what, and you obviously live and breathe like the athlete mindset, you know, because yes. I noticed, you you know, this is your life. Like this is your lifestyle. You eat and breathe and like you eat like an athlete, you train like an athlete. It doesn't change whether you're on season or off season. Yes. Um, what's your advice for how to handle um, like social situations for people that aren't in the bodybuilding industry? If you are bringing your Tupperware container or you know, glass container now in 2023, we're trying to be eco-friendly, you know, like your prepped food to family functions or saying no to a friend going out for drinks. What would be your advice for that? Yeah, so you can either go and honestly, there's options you can get. So I would do either a sugar-free Pepsi or like um, a sparkly water with lemon cut into it so you can still enjoy an event and no one would even be able to tell really it's how you what you put around it as well and like of course there's a lot of pressure from the outside like friends family oh why aren't you having a glass but if the goal is stronger you can still go around and to be honest like your presence there should be more important than what you're consuming like you bring happiness by being there with them so if you take away you or you're not there anymore, they'll miss you in that moment rather than the food you had with them. Of course, you're having fun and laughing around it, but like it's you they'll be missing. So just enjoying every moment and being around. Yeah. And if you want to bring food, you can, or um, if you're more flexible and like comps not too far or like you know how to track properly, you're also welcome to like look up the menu um, prior and then ask. Like mostly chefs are pretty easygoing. Like you can ask for a special order to be cooked a certain way for sources to be left out and things like that. I've done that before once as yeah, well, yeah. I've done that too. Well, yeah. I've done that a lot of it's, times. It's, it's good. Yeah. It can be done. Yeah, now there's especially like even um when you pull up a menu, the macros are on top there. So it's so handy. Yeah, I love that. And you don't have to take a scale around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's little scales. Yeah. How did you go um, from being, you know, in such a team sport environment for a lot of your life to then yes. going into quite a solo sport? Um, how did you go with that transition? Yeah, it was um, definitely different because you can only really rely on yourself then. And if something goes sideways, there's no one to blame. It's you. So you have to put 110, 120% into it. Otherwise, if things don't go your way, you can't just turn the finger on someone else and be like, it was your fault. Like you have to, um, yeah, you have to take it on the chin and know that. Like if something didn't go your way, it's definitely your fault because you didn't put 100% into it. So yeah. Yeah, it's one thing that I found that's like with the with the girls that um, or all of the clients at um, APS or at Australian Posing School and the Posing School is that because it is such a isolating sport in terms of it's such mm. a solo sport, the community is kind of everything. Would yes. you agree? Like in terms of being befriending people yes. that are, are doing bikini bodybuilding and then making a community because then you don't feel alone. Like, how, yes. do, you, how do you feel about that? Yes, it's, it's definitely such an incredible thing. That's why I like running either posing workshops or seminars like that. The girls get to meet each other. So we all have a same goal to be on stage and we all prepping. So meeting each other and like, um, yeah, coming together is, is incredible. Like com- um, creating a community is one of the best things. Yeah. Yeah. 
and knowing that they're not alone. I think that's exactly. the biggest thing. There was a girl uh, that did our workshop today as well and she said, I wish I, she actually said, quote unquote, I wish I came five years ago because for five years I have been going, I can't do it, I'm too nervous. She'd never put on a pair of heels before, never posed. And she mm. was like, oh my goodness, for five years. I never did it. It's a long time. It's a massive long time. Mm. And that, it goes to show in such an isolating community, like we're having those friends. Yeah. And I found um, like there's sometimes a bad apple in every bunch, you know, a bad mm-hmm. banana in every bunch. Um, but for the most part, every athlete that I've met, even personally when I've competed or the clients that I have um, or even, you know, yeah. um, beautiful people like you that I meet, everyone is genuinely in a – in an industry where you think that, you know, it's based on looks and it's quite um, superficial, mm-hmm. I actually find that most of us are so down to earth because we have to do the day in, day out grind. Oh, yeah. That's that's when you, yeah, that's when you realise the ones that are like, you can tell a person that's put in a lot into their physique and that that's a champion's mentality, like to yeah. push to that point you know they know what you know because we're all like in that grind. So how can you um, like not like that person or how can you, you know, think bad about them because they're pushing just as hard as you to be on that stage. So, yeah. Yeah. I freaking love it. I love it. When's your next show? I'm looking sometimes to to be doing one sometime in the middle of the year. So just after the – um, these shows are done in Australia because I do have a couple of girls that I'm assisting. So I want to be there for them. And I was away through their prep um, for the O. So definitely scheduling something after. After. Yeah. Amazing. And then hoping to get back on the big. Definitely. Big O. The big O. And yeah. then obviously the new rules, you have to just win. Yeah. Or the, you have to win. A pro show. A pro show. No pressure. No pressure. Just, it. just another one. I freaking love it. Yes. Um for the listeners, how can they find you? And because you're a coach, obviously, yes. uh, mainly for prep and posing, or just prep, or um, both. Well, um, prep, but if posing as well, yeah. So either both or Amazing. one or the other. Yeah. And you're based on the Gold Coast, but you mainly do online. Um, based on the Gold Coast, do um, pose in the studio at the Gold Coast um, in my own, and then also like online as well. Amazing. Yeah. So no matter where it's you It's definitely not as amazing as your studio. Can we, <laughs> can we just quickly say that to the listeners? Because I am in studio heaven right now. Thank you. I'm in Thank love. You. Like, Aww. this is definitely a dream. That's so nice. It's insp- it, like, it inspires me actually seeing it in person too. It's, it's incredible what can be achieved when you put your heart and mind to it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So nice. And it's got a really good vibe. I find oh, it's that it's incredible. got a good, nice, it's like peaceful. Fresh. Yeah, and, but it's also really peaceful. Mm-hmm. Like when everyone's gone and I'm just sitting there, it's, I actually yeah. think that it's just really calm, even though mm. we're literally located on a main road, a yeah. block back from the airport, yeah. mind you. Um, I can't hear anything you. here. It's, it's so great. quiet. It's, it's incredible. Fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Um, what's your Instagram handles? Yeah, so it's Alexandra Banda double underscore. It's with a KS, so yeah, spelt with a KS instead of an X. Amazing. And then your bus- you have got a business Instagram too, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So you can either click through uh, the link and it will take you there or otherwise um, it's Diamond Body Babes. Diamond yeah. Body Babes. I freaking yeah. Creating love- diamonds. <laughs> oh, I love it. You're <laughs> so cute. I freaking love it. Um, how important is posing? Right now, very important. So to show off um, your physique and something you worked hard for, if you're not a good poser, it, it won't show on stage. So posing is very – it's crucial. It's detrimental to placing well 
in a show. Um, do you think that posing could ha- help an athlete win or lose a show? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so Definitely. it's massive. Yeah, massive. Yes. So practicing, um, looking at it, it's just as important or if not more important than training and diet. Um, okay, so for the listeners out there that are listening, how do they uh, – like talk me through the stages of – because obviously there are so many shows here in Australia with IFBB Pro League, which is fantastic. Um, what is kind of the, the process of being able to win your pro card? Yeah, so there's season A or season B shows and then whichever state you're either located at, um, you can do your state show first, which then qualifies you for a national show um, same same year and same season. And then from there on, by winning your category, you go into the overall and then if you win overall in your category, um, which is, for instance, we're talking about bikini, you would win a pro card. Yeah, wow. so it's a couple of steps. So but you've um, got to be the best. You've got to win. Your state. You're, you've got to – well, not necessarily, right? You've oh, just got to do yeah. a state show. Win win nationals. You've just got to win nationals and you've got to win all of the class, like your class, yes. and then you've got to win overall and there's only one winner mm-hmm. and technically there's only two pro cards, What would be, two pro cards handed out a year. So season A and season B, two nationals. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, makes for, sense. For, for bikini. For bikini, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we yeah, don't yeah. talk about that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, what's your favourite, if you weren't a bikini competitor, like throw a bikini out the side, what would you Ooh. pick to compete in? So you've got bikini, wellness, okay. fitness, uh, figure and physique. Okay. I oh, absolutely love what they're doing fitness because, you know, they dress up and they're so fit. Like it's crazy because – we're all dieting, but they're actually jumping on stage doing routines. That is incredible. Yeah. I do, like, I look up to that and, and I'm like, wow, how did they do that? Like, one hand push ups, flips, and like, they're pretty depleted. Like, they're quite lean and like, they look incredible. So, fitness doing is your flips. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, definitely. I love it. I yeah. love that. That's a good What do you think? I love, I love fitness. I love that they can get really creative with their theme wear because I know, um, yeah. It's it's all it's you're performing, you know, even you're performing, but it's yeah. a performance, it's an entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. So I love I love I, I do love fitness. Um I at the moment I change like I change my underwear, like what I love. Um I go through phases. I love wellness. I think that it's a fantastic division. But I actually yeah. think that I genuinely love figure. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I love figure is because for me, I love old school bodybuilding mm-hmm. and I love beautiful big poses that mm-hmm. show off muscles and the human anatomy and I find that with figure it is a way that a female can really they have to do all of the hard poses and I feel yes. for all the figure competitors because there's so many that they have to do yet figure girls still have to be feminine they still have to do transitions now you know a couple of years ago they didn't have to but yeah. now they have to well they don't have to but you know it's if you do transitions, you look extra glam. Yes. Um, and then they have to, you know, do these really big, hard poses and showcase everything. So I love figure. Yes. And I love teaching it because you can really see your right and wrong pose. So yeah. my answer would be figure. But ask me in, I don't know, next week and I'll be back to bikini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. Um, 
I really appreciate Oh, I had one question. One last question. Sorry. There's one little question that I had to ask oh. that I always ask everyone at the end. And yes. how bad am I doing? It's my first podcast and I forgot I to ask it. the last question. Um, but I'm going to sign off like every podcast, hopefully like this. And oh. I didn't actually t- kind of, g- I didn't like listeners. I didn't give her a pre-warning. So this is completely flying blind. If you could pick any superpower to have, what would you pick? I know it's hard. Superpower. Anything. To fly back. To like maybe being smaller and just enjoying that like a small moment of like to being be a time younger. traveler. That yeah, would be time your super, traveler. That would be your superpower. Yeah. And what would Definitely you do? Definitely not into the future because like we create that and like if you see it then you'd like sabotage yourself. But definitely, like, maybe into the past, like, just, you know. What would you change? Just start probably competing earlier. <laughs> no joke. No but joke. But you were 18, weren't you, when you competed? Yeah, but in the States, oh. it's like 16. Oh, is it? Oh, I, see, I didn't know that. That is so good. She's like, as soon as I'm ready, I'm on. Here's <laughs> me. I'm feeling like a late bloomer when I was, like, 22 when I first competed. Oh, but it's never too late. It's it, well, it, it it's meant to be when when you when you yeah yeah and to those the the older <laughs> listeners that are listening that have never competed before that are thinking of it genuinely please do not be scared mm. by competing if you're in your 40s especially and that's your first show because the great thing is you have so much more muscle density usually yeah. than the 20 year olds that actually step on stage unless they're like Alex who has obviously been you know an athlete from when she was younger yeah. and then well you you know you're obviously going up against 20 year old but I always say the older ones usually have good density um it has been an absolute honor and pleasure to have you here in the studio and obviously on this podcast thank you so much for listening and we'll chat to you soon thank you so much for having me thanks Beck. you're welcome